Good evening. Oh, don't stop for me. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Oh, they're just fucking with me tonight. You know, it's not as bad as collusion. Let's talk about collusion. Let's talk about Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Robert Mueller, that bitch. But you know, it's it's always going to be about cell block H with Aunt Becky. Yeah. The Dr. Zeus podcast is all about Mondays. Here we are. Yeah, that's all it is. So it's hard to believe 25 years ago, they just keep on laughing at the inappropriate moments. 25 years ago, oh my God, I can't. Who fucking cares? Nine Inch Nails put out um, the downward spiral, or as I like to call it, when Trent was pissed. Yeah, he was. You know, now he's all buff and fucked and and he's all about Apple and Jimmy Iovine and yeah. I don't know why they're laughing at that. It's not really that. Is it that funny? Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Monday. How did we get here? How do we get out of here? You know, um, <laughs> we need to find something better about this because I'm not liking. Yeah, that was that was just too much. You know, I'm just looking for a place to put my stuff, as he said, George Carlin. It's been an interesting week. Um, what is this? The friend, oh God. I need a laugh track. Come on, let's see what this does. It's too, it's too short. It's really too short. Oh, really? Oh God, this is disturbing. The Shining with a laugh track. Here we go. Oh, that's something else. <laughs> Come on. I'm looking for it. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Wendy, I'm home. <laughs> that is disturbing. But it would have been better with the laugh track. Come on. We're all about this at the Dr. Zeus podcast. Fucking shit up. And I have to turn that down because, you know, the music is legendary. Oh, here we go. Where are you going to take us, Jack? Come on. Oh, this is a great part. Oh, come on. You're skinny, Shelly Duvall, but you're never going to fit through that window. That's a fairy tale theater in itself. Here we go. 
Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Well, duh. Olive oil. Here it is. Little pigs, little pigs. Let me come in. Not by the hairs on your chinny chin chin. I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. Here it is. Oh, isn't that great? They, that laugh track adds a new suspense. Legendary. Here we go. Here's Johnny. <laughs> That's sick that I know that by heart. What's this one? Mm. You know, I'm all about taking the piss out of things. But, you know, I'll leave that to the White House who really just took the piss out of everyone. You know, and now they're they're saying, oh, there's nothing wrong with what we did. Well, there's a lot of things wrong with what they did. And, you know, makes me think, I mean... I I can't believe that 20 years ago, 20 fucking years ago, when I was 18, this whole Monica Lewinsky thing was erupting. And I mean, it had erupted already. You know, the dress still had not been dry cleaned. You know, there was the Barbara Walters interview. Linda Tripp, who afterwards had a series of facelifts that even the cat lady herself couldn't really keep up with. And then there was Bill. Horny Bill Clinton. I don't know. It's, it's, It's hard to say. It's hard to say what kind of a couple... That really inspires. You know what I mean? But then I think of a very interesting couple who make Monica and Bill look like McDonald's. I'm loud and I'm vulgar and I wear the pants in the house because somebody's got to. But I am not a monster. I'm not. Damn right. I'm not going to try to get through to you 
Once a month we get misunderstood marks. Fuck yeah. The girl underneath the bonnet was the little miss that This is my favorite part. That's why I'm playing this. that because about seven no eight years ago Elizabeth Taylor died and Elizabeth Elizabeth Taylor did so much left a lot of money to her AIDS charity but you know she gave us eight husbands fashion beyond belief those diamonds not just the white diamonds I mean those commercials you always knew it was Christmas time when the white diamonds commercial would come on. Not so fast, O'Brien. These have always brought me luck. And it always confused me because I thought she was from America. Well, she was born in England. So I thought, oh, there we go. The violet eyes. I believe it. People often said, oh, they're not really violet. They're violet. The two Oscars. So she wins. Okay. So here's the history of Elizabeth Taylor. Some of it's funny. Some of it's a little crazy. Very rarely do you get the Oscar sympathy vote. She really. When it comes to the Oscar sympathy vote. Elizabeth Taylor literally wrote the book. And she fucked it. And she snorted it. And she drank it. So. She had had a tracheotomy. She was near death. Had double pneumonia. So she gets nominated for Butterfield 8. She'd been nominated before. Hadn't won. So she shows up at the Oscars. Visible tracheotomy scar. She wins. Yul Brynner opens that envelope. And he looks up. And he just kind of, he looks at her and he's like, Elizabeth Taylor, you know, that bald head. And she was shocked. And she later said she hated that movie. She did Butterfield 8 because it had it was an agreement made between her late husband, Mike Todd, and the, the company. And she didn't want to do it. And so she did it. And there's a scene in Butterfield 8. She plays this hooker. And she writes no sale on the mirror. And she later said that when she saw a screening of the movie, she went up to the screen and wrote in lipstick, piece of shit. She really did. So cut to six years later. She is nominated and wins her second Oscar, deservingly so. Or who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? Or as I've said on the show many times, 
Who's afraid of lesbian wolf? <laughs> you know, just that. That's just for fun. You know, I mean, she said it herself. You know, she made herself to look like a slob, a very entertaining slob. So there's that great fight between her and Richard Burton in the drive. The it was in a drive-through. It was like a a, a, a motor in or a liquor in. And they're in the parking lot and they're fighting because they had like a romp in the inside the restaurant. And she's dancing all seductively with this younger man um, who's come to her house with the wife, Sandy Dennis, all that shit. And they're dancing and she's just got her boobs out and everything. It's like, oh, my God. So they go outside and they're and Richard Burton and her half the time you didn't know if they were acting or if they were. I mean, it, it was the, that's why it was so perfect. And he pushes her against the, the car and she hits her head. And you can hear her hitting her head. And she later said she really did hit her head when he pushed her against the car. And that was their volatile relationship, you know? And the show, the movie was interesting because, you know, here they are. They are the most famous couple in the world most controversial at that time and I thought you know I'm just gonna put her on the show she's been dead for eight years she's buried next to a good friend of hers who I will not mention because it's very controversial who her good friend was I think you all know or as Whoopi surmised it at the summed it up at the Oscars Great big party. Oscar winners. My God, is this Liza's wedding? <laughs> yeah, because Elizabeth Taylor was at that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was how, 17, was that 17 years ago? Yeah. Or wait. 18 years ago. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh my god. You know, I this year I've been thinking a lot about the 90s. Because, you know, 20th century basically went bye-bye about 20 years ago. People were scared, Y2K. I was more so scared about the thought of only having BK. Because, you know, Burger King, eh. And then they put pickles on their fucking burgers. I don't like pickles on my burgers. Sometimes I take them off myself. And sometimes I'm like, can you just take them off for me? Especially while I'm driving. I, the last thing I want to do is have to remove pickles. And then my fingers are all messy. You know. And so today I had a funny moment. I go to, I go to Jack in a Box. And I wanted burgers so fucking bad. So I go, and then I said to the girl, can you please take the pickles off? Oh, we don't have pickles on this one. I thought, thank God. Thank God. Now, the curly fries are not all that. It's almost like you have to take a restaurant's fries and mix them with another restaurant's burger. You know what I mean? But yeah, it was it was fabulous. You know, I say that because one time I went to, you know, that famous Arch place. And I bought the two cheeseburgers. And I forgot that the pickles were on there. I don't know how I forgot. 
and I took a bite out of it, and I almost threw up, and I went, ugh, because I don't, I just don't like pickles. I, I don't. I used to try to put them in my tuna. That's like putting a shot glass in a pussy. It's not gonna work. It's just no, no. As I say that, I keep having um, flashbacks to watching the Motley Crue movie, and he, and it, and it opens with Tommy Lee giving this one girl oral at a party, and then he just lets it rip, and you know she lets it rip, and. I don't know. It, it was it real or not? I mean, there were no pickles included. You know, she got pickled, but I don't know. Pickles are like Motley Crue. I tried them once, and that's about it. You know, I do like the Doctor Feel Good video because now I see that California Love and it kind of have some similarities. You know, whenever I would go to Los Angeles, I would. When the moment I was entering the um, the outskirts of LA, I would play "Doctor Feel Good" by um, Motley Crue, and yeah, because that's what's that summed up Los Angeles for me. It's an evil, evil town. And you can go and work there and make art and have fun. But it's an evil town. It is an evil town. I would stay there every now and then. I would stay like in Long Beach. The outskirts, okay? We would go to Los Angeles and I don't know. The Walk of Fame. I haven't been to the Walk of Fame in a long time. It's hard to say, you know. Dreams are made, dreams are broken, dreams are sprayed, dreams are throat throated, you know, and they are truly throated in Los Angeles. You know, it's like with the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we are now. Entertain us. Don't get me on that one, Courtney Love, okay? I just, you know, lyric lyric it up. Um, but yeah. You know, pickles and motley crew. And they pickled a lot of girls with that, you know. That was one of the things I thought of. I was on the toilet the other day and I thought, well, they didn't include the song Girls, Girls, Girls and Dr. Feelgood. Instead, they played like these lesser known songs. I guess that's due to copyright or Netflix. Oh, but. Netflix Netflix needs to watch out And I'm not saying that Better not pout You better not cry I'm telling you why Apple has Something similar Coming to town Oh yeah Apple TV The Apple channel Oprah's Oprah's gonna get involved I guess she's hungry for some apples Or something You know whenever it's It's something big You know Oprah's gonna be there She's going to be there with her bowl of mac and cheese. I had no idea. Which, if she gives out iPhones, I'm just going to shit, you know? You get an iPhone and you get a tablet. You, If she was there giving out iPad Pros, I would say to the whole family, get in the car. We're going to Oprah's. Can you just imagine we could make off with like 10 iPad Pros? But then, you know, even the dog would be on the iPad. The cat's like, meow, YouTube, meow. 
My my animals never liked TV. I don't know why. I think they'd rather chase their food around, you know? Oh, Apple. If only Apple could bring that motherfucker in the White House down. It's like, you know, and all the magicians out there and all the witches and everyone, you know, the tarot card people, they're all trying to bring him down. I love how they've said to me, oh, we've got a plan for him. Where is it? What happened? Did the Ouija board break? I mean, no batteries included. No batteries included. I don't know anymore. You know, I'm sorry. I don't watch Fox News. Or the 700 Club. Oh, my God. There's that family channel. They play a lot of family movies. Like, you know, Finding Nemo. And you have to change it. I was telling someone my family because then it turns into the 700 Club. And it's disturbing. <laughs> oh, God. It, hey, it's the Dr. Zeus podcast. What else can I tell you? You want pickles on your burger or not? I don't. I don't know. These work weeks, I look forward to the weekend. The weekend, this weekend, not so much. It's like, fuck. You know, I don't know. I just want to party, damn it. I just want to party. You know, Motley Crue can have their party. I don't want that. I don't want it. Maybe the sex, but not the drugs. Maybe the rock and roll, if it's good rock and roll. I was thinking about when they roasted Pamela Anderson. And Courtney Love roasted her. (laughs) She's like, she falls in love with musicians. I marry Good musicians. <laughs> and then she turns to Tommy Lee. And by the way, if I, I uh, ha, hey Tommy Lee, you goddamn professional. It's like, oh, you know, yeah. Nirvana, Motley Crue, Motley Crue, Nirvana, Metallica, and 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 Motley Crue do have one thing in common. They did work with Bob Rock, the producer. Bob Rock got a harder sound out of Metallica. You know, um, Vince Neil vocally with James Hetfield. Of course, James Hetfield is going to win. Tommy Lee versus Lars Ulrich. Lars, well, Lars will just beat the shit out of him. Remember, drum beats make Lars Ulrich hard. He gets hard on Tommy Lee just gets hard on all the time, you know? Dude! Yeah. And then you have Nikki Six. I kind of like Nikki. He's cool. He's a Sagittarius, just like me. And then you have Kirk Hammett, who is a Sagittarius also. Brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Oh my God. Those guitar solos. But he's not the bass player. Robert. Ch- uh, how do you say his last name? True, true. I don't know. From Suicidal Tendencies. He is the bass player in Metallica. And then there was Jason Newstead. And then there was Cliff Burton. You know. Oh, Master of Puppets. See, just imagine. See, Metallica doesn't need to write the dirt. We already know. We've seen some kind of monster. When I was watching the dirt, I was comparing it to Metallica. I'm thinking... 
This is why I love Metallica so much better. You know, they've already had the girls, 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 okay? They, they, were, they used to be called Alcoholica. Come on. It's Monday. Monday's with Metallica, you know? I don't know. But Aunt Becky is in cell block H. Her daughter is pissed. She's pissed. I mean, if you, you know, you so much as Google. That's Google. Um, Lori Laughlin. You know, the smallest violin is playing right now for that. No, I don't want to look up Liza Minnelli. Although I wonder what Liza thinks of it. <laughs> oh, you are not exonerated, Trump. Eat a turd, you bastard. Oh. Oh. Olivia Jade thinks parents Lori Laughlin and Massimo ruined her life. With college scandal, honey, you ruined your own fucking life. Okay, Hallmark, baby. Um, let's see here. Oh, Candace Cameron Brew just made a public statement about she stands by Lori. Oh, please, bitch, get over with it. Yeah, I don't know. Go and gush somewhere else. Okay, let's see here. Freaking Aunt Becky. Uh, uh, <sighs> okay. Woo! Lori, oh, this is this is rich right here. Oh, this is deep, deep loving chocolate. I need some chocolate right now. Lori Laughlin's Hallmark Channel co-stars say college admission scandal put them in a tough spot. Really? How tough? Is is this like a three-way spot? I don't know. Are you the enchilada? Oh, here we go. At least two cast members from the Hallmark Channel's When the Heart Calls <laughs> series have shared their appreciation for fans following Lori Laughlin's firing from the show as a result of her alleged, it's not alleged, it happened, involvement in nationwide college admission scandal. Paul Green, who plays the character Carson Shepard on the show, thanked fans via Twitter for amazing love and support through this tough spot. Oh, love you all. Thanks for the amazing love and support through this tough spot. And remember, love and tenderness win. Yeah, but cheating doesn't. Andrea Brooks took shared a similar message thanking fans for the tremendous outpouring of love and support over the past week. Hi, hearties. I just wanted to take a moment to tell you all that I appreciate the tremendous outpouring of love and support over the past week. You're not even Laurie Laughlin. Your kindness and dedication does not go unnoticed. This is for Hallmark. They really want to push that money. Come on. If Hallmark is watching, I love being a part of this family. Thank you, Brooks, who plays Faith Carter on the show. Wrote on Instagram. Uh, uh, 
Laughlin following the news of her alleged participation. Alleged? Oh, this is Fox. Never mind. <laughs> alleged it happened, honey. All right. Let's see her. Ah. Apologies to Trump? Uh, no. I don't think so. Let's see here. A cloud is lifted? Is that from Fox News? No. Trump moves to weaponize Mueller findings? What is this, an episode of Aliens? Give me a fucking break. Oh, I don't either. Elizabeth Warren tells Stephen Colbert she does not trust Barr's Mueller report recap. Oh, honey. Let's see. Late show host Stephen Colbert on Monday night asked Senator Elizabeth Warren if she believes Attorney 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 General Bill Barr Bill Barr for page memos, uh, special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation of Russian election meddling, in which Barr says Mueller found Trump did not obstruct justice. No, she replied. Then she added, and you don't have to ask if I trust it. We should see the whole report. He wondered what would be in the ruler's report and he thinks would be acceptable. Warren was having none of it, telling Colbert she spent a couple of days in New Hampshire where she took about 100 questions and exactly zero of them were about the Mueller report. Americans are focused on what's happening in their lives, she said. They worry, she added. If they are going to be in the be a country that works better and better for people who are richer and richer says no, and the government can be made for work over all of us oh okay here's the video i love elizabeth warren you're a law professor oh shit fucked it up we should see the whole report when we see the whole report (sighs) we'll know what the basis is for the decision What would be, what would be in there that you would think would be actionable? Have you seen anything in any of the filings so, that Mueller has made? This is the point. We just want to see the whole report. But, but Stephen, I, I really want to make a different point about this. Look, I spent the last couple of days in New Hampshire. I did a bunch of big public events. I took about thirty questions, just unfiltered from anybody. And then did long lines afterwards where I talked to people probably all together over the weekend, got maybe 100 questions. And do you know the number that were about the Mueller report? Zero. Because what people were talking about, what they're asking about, are the things that touch their lives every day. So do you think that the, 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 the Mueller investigation and the report was more of a Washington obsession no, than a popular I, I'm saying obsession? it's important. It's important, but as you say, there are a lot of other investigations going on. It's important, but what people are focused on is what's happening in their lives and whether or not we're heading toward a 2020 presidential and what is going to help us decide what kind of a country we're going to be going forward. Are we going to be a country that just continues to work better and better for people who are richer and richer and not work for anyone? Yes, she has a point. 
We believe that our government and that our country can be made to work for all of us. Thank you. Yes, the Dr. Zeus podcast stands by Elizabeth Warren. So Trump, I'm going to give you a cup of shut the fuck up, you stupid motherfucker. We know the truth. We know how you like to hide shit in your ass. Unpleasant dreams. And remember, karma is a bitch.